Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, I'm Josh Whittacombe. And I'm Rob Beckett. Welcome to Lockdown Parenting Hell. The show in which Rob and I discuss what it's like to be a parent during lockdown, which I would say can be a little tricky. So, in an effort to make some kind of sense of the current situation... And to make me feel better about my increasingly terrible parenting skills... Each episode will be chatting to a famous parent about how well they're coping. Or hopefully not. And we will be hearing from you, the listener, with your tales of lockdown parenting woe. Because, let's be honest, none of us know what we're doing. Hello, and you are listening to Lockdown Parenting Hell with... We've had oh, that. that We've had that. Um, we haven't got one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Welcome to the show, guys. Welcome to the show. It's a pleasure to be here on a Friday. <laughs> we haven't got one. Boom. You can tell someone's expecting a baby in two weeks. Yeah. Nope. Done. Move on. Um, we have just... got one, but I've, I've, I haven't forwarded one onto the right inbox, and it's, it's oh, genuinely... Okay. You, why don't you forward one to me, and I'll do it. Take well, the do you know what, Rob? I'm going to say it. I reckon this is probably the most memorable intro we've had in a while. People are going to be absolutely lapping it up as it is. Send, send one over and we'll do one anyway. Do you, I mean, yeah. Also, I wanted to ask you, Josh, are you going to take paternity leave from the podcast? Yes, I'm going to take the full six months, Rob. <laughs> if you took six months off this podcast to look after your new fucking kid, I would be furious. <laughs> this is the dark, This is what it's all been for. This is our Wembley. I promise. So what day is it due? Say it came on the due day. Yeah. Yeah, I promise that I'll be there for the next podcast, like, God willing, with health of the baby, etc. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay. Rob, if, if I've learned one thing in the last year, I am best at my job, if you consider this my job, when I'm <laughs> yeah. emotionally at my worst. You're most effective to bring joy to others when you hate your own life. Exactly. So I think, I think the, the, the six months coming up, is potentially the funniest I'm ever going to be. If you come on here and start telling me how magical it all is, we're ending it. <laughs> I can't do it. Actually, you know, with a bit of foresight, it's okay to just love it, is it? <laughs> I've seen those people. Everyone just says it's so awful, but you know what? It's actually magical. Yeah, there are some great moments, yeah? they And I'd say they are peppered between hell. <laughs> What do you say? It's sort of like little bright spots. Yeah. It's sort of like the sun peeking out between the clouds as it pisses down for a two-week holiday. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, at the end of the two weeks, you're arrested. But as long as you get the photo when the sun's out. Yeah, get the photo then to put on Instagram, and then you can just sit and wallow in the shit. So this is the this is going to be a great opportunity to get it off your chest, Josh. So Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. Rob. Probably, yeah. Although, carry, you carry on. 
Well, no, no, I was just going to say I had a couple more things to talk to you about. I was going to ask I you missed... if you had any more things to talk about. That's how good we are. Yeah, well, I have got something. I'm going to tell you about the bikes at Centre Parks, yeah? Oh, yeah. So we, I didn't, my kids don't, can't ride a bike yet. They're too, too little and I can't be bothered to teach them yet, basically. Quite lazy. Um, any advice on teaching kids to ride a bike, let me know because I've got to do that soon. She's asking. Um, she's five, so I don't think it's too early or too late, really. I think it's about, about right or just before. Anyway, we didn't get them bikes, but I got a bike with a trailer on the back so you could put them in it. <gasps> which is good fun. You yeah. feel so Scandinavian. I felt Danish. I've always wanted to go to Copenhagen, haven't I, Josh? So, you know, basically Copenhagen came to a forest near Milton Keynes. Oh, wow. And I had my kids in the back, right? And do you know what? To start the week, I was doing all right. I was like, they're quite heavy. There's two of them. There's some hills. I'm getting through it. I've been doing it. I've been on the exercise bike. You know I've got an exercise bike, yeah, don't you, Josh? Yeah. I've been doing it. I'm all right. The I've pretty of, strong. They've had a workout and build up for this. Ah, my thighs look like Chris Hoyt has let himself go. <laughs> they look like the thighs of a man that once had powerful legs. I've never had powerful legs, but it looks like I might have had them at some point. Anyway, I'm doing all right. And towards the end of the holiday, I'm fucked, mate. I can't get up the hills. Oh, I can't mate. get any speed up. I'm like, what is I feel like I'm falling apart. I start worrying if I've got long COVID. I've never had COVID. <laughs> but maybe I had it and I didn't know, but I've got the long one on it. Anyway, as I'm doing it, I keep in the gills, gills. The worse I'm doing, the more they laugh. And I just thought they were laughing at me being crap at cycling. They weren't. Do you know what they were doing? They were putting their feet on the wheel and on the oh, tire to slow. They were breaking me. Amazing. They were breaking me. You're giving them a physics lesson, Rob. <laughs> I know, but they were loving it. And I went, have you been doing that all week? They were like, yeah. I was like, you little shit. That's amazing. I know. Did so, you yeah, just was... think that your legs were going weaker and weaker? Yeah, I thought maybe. Also, I was drinking quite a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because I don't know about you. If I can sit outside and, and watch my children on a park where I know all the things in there they can manage alone, I will sink four pints. I, do you know what, Rob? Yep. I went for my first pint outside. So I had um, Susie Ruffle and Alice came round and we had them in the garden. Of course. And then me and Susie went to get lunch, went to get pizzas from the pub. Yeah. It was a 15-minute wait, Rob. And there was a table outside. No way. And we just had a pint. On a bench? On a bench outside the pub. (laughs) All allowed, not being naughty. And you know what, Rob? Yeah. Didn't even have to make up that, you know, we were from the same household or anything. No. You just was allowed. Socially distancing, obviously. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, you know. Apart from you have one pint and it all falls apart. Yeah, exactly. Then you end up yeah. like sitting on someone's lap. Yeah, we, we had one pint and we both had a straw in it, but they were long yeah, straws. Exactly. Before you know it, you're having banana on someone's roof and you're full of it all. Exactly. And I do <laughs> hope people have listened to the last episode. Otherwise, that is... Like I said, start from the beginning or don't bother. It's a soap opera. <laughs> it's a soap opera. It's a roller coaster, man. No one starts Sopranos 10 eps in, do they? Exactly. Exactly. Um, you've, got, you've got to start from the beginning to know why we're so sad. You know... <laughs> This is like the wire for podcasts. Um, yeah, anyway, so they were, that, that happened in Centre Parks, Josh. I've got two other things. I've got some advice for you about the newborn. Do you want some oh, of yeah. that? Yeah. This is quite good advice, actually. Second baby advice for Josh. Hi, guys. I've just finished listening to Tuesday's episode. I wanted to message in some advice when Josh brings a new baby home. Because there's advice like you bring a present to be like, oh, look, your brother's... Bro-. Anyway, this is... I've not heard this. This is very good. When the baby arrives, make sure on occasion, sometimes say to the baby, who obviously has no idea what you're saying, hold on, baby. I need to help your sister. 
this way instead oh, of it always being the older good. child who has to wait that's while you're brilliant. doing something with a baby they feel like sometimes the baby is having to wait so it's fair that's so no superb. one's a priority that's superb excellent advice. isn't it that is like the ultimate parenting hack that is i'd say that that is i'm just, i'm getting like hairs on the back of my neck of like <laughs> just feeling the excitement that you or a new parent is going to get to know that is an efficient tool because then that way it's fair that the eldest has to wait because the youngest has to wait as well and the the, the perfect crime is the youngest hasn't got a fucking scooby what's happening <laughs> perfect brilliant perfect. superb um josh oh yeah and i've got one more thing as well i'm over excited josh can you tell yeah. I'm fucking vibing, mate. Do you ever get yeah. that? You just get an absolute vibe on and then you meet someone who's fed up and it brings you down. Yeah. You're not that's... bringing me down, by the way. I'm just saying that, oh, no, I'll go out full of beans and then I'll bump into someone that goes fucking shit in it. What's happening in the football? You're like, oh, God. Here we go. Oh, again. God, mate. But at the moment, I'm high on life and I've got a excellent tweet I'm going to read you. This is um This is about old stuff found in the cupboard because your wife was trying to send four-year-old out-of-date chocolate to someone for uh, Christmas. This is from a guy called Ian Spark, who um, he's got the vibes of a sort of thinner, goateed Tony Adams about him. Yeah. It's quite a niche reference point. Yeah, but you know, I'm picturing him. Yep. Um, Anyway, my 89-year-old grandmother gave me some baking ingredients she no longer used. There isn't a best before date on it, but the currency was pre-decimal. (laughs) <laughs> yes please now, this is almond flavouring so I think pre-decimalisation was 1976 right is that right Blimey. do you want to Google that have I done that off the top of my bones 70s have you done that off the top of your bones give me a quick get, get your Google decimalisation here we go because this is what it is it's an exciting youth content oh 71 you were just five years out is it hang on is this almond flavouring 50 years old minimum uh, yeah, it's 50 years old this year. 50, fla- 50 years old this year. I wonder year. what they're going to do for it. You've got to bake a cake, haven't you? You have got to <laughs> bake an almond cake with a 50-year-old flavouring. It's golden jubilee. It's just golden jubilee of, of the almond flavouring. <laughs> yeah, it's unbelievable. 89-year-old grandmother, 50 years. No one's going to My God, she that. bought that. No one is going to She bought that. that, ironically, just before her uh, 50th. So how does that work, then? They've just found that, and there's no price in it, but it's in decimal. Yeah, I'll, I'll send you the picture. Um, yeah, so it's got on it. Sainsbury's, even the, the packaging's old. Oh, wow. 9D. Look at that. 9D. 9D. What's a D? What's, what was D in old? I don't money? know what a D is. I don't even know, Rob, what the decimal is. Shi- the shillings. What? Cr- shillings. Oh, I'm going to type in old money. What do I get? Oh, God, it's well confusing. So a 60 is a sixpence. Yeah. Well, why are we doing this? Oh, my God. Is this, is this mundane of the week? Oh, here you go. Old pence was abbreviated to a D. So nine pence. Which is one. Oh, I don't understand. Nine it, D. Rob. It was not. She spunked nine D on this, this grandmother. This spunked nine D. Nine D's a lot for But do you know what? <laughs> She's got her money's worth over 50 years. Right. Nine D in current sterling. We're doing it. This is how mental old money is. The Google, I've put nine D in current sterling. Do you know what Google's predicted? Two shillings and sixpence in today's money. Listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> how do people live like this? <laughs> Just according to Wikipedia. So before this day in the United Kingdom, the British pound was made of 20 shillings, yeah. each of which were made up of 12 pence. So it's a twelfth of a twentieth times nine is your 90. <laughs> Jeez, Louise, count me out. I still don't know why they don't just do seconds in hundreds as well. It'd be yeah, easier, wouldn't it? If what? a minute was 100 seconds and there was 100 minutes in an hour. 
Yeah, surely. Yeah, that would be easier. Back the sun does get get involved. Do you know what? We need another referendum. That's what we need, Rob. And it should be like it shouldn't be twenty four hours in a day. It should be like twenty or ten. But then I don't know. How, I don't. I don't know how that works. I've not done the maths, but all I'm saying is, let's do decimalisation on time. Let's do decimalisation on time. That's Quarter past we... five. My mum used to say twenty five and twenty to three. What, what the fuck is that? Not twenty five to three. She would do five and twenty to three. Why she'd did say. she say that? Well, she used to say better than Shanks's pony. Have you ever heard that? No. Better than walking. Ark at him. Hark at him. I've heard that. Yeah, you've heard that. All right, mate. God. You know, I'm not accusing you of not being down with the youth. <laughs> <laughs> so that's funny as well. We were talking about hype beasts, weren't we, with Faye Ripley? Yeah. And um, someone thought we said height beasts, and they were Googling it to try and find out what it meant. <laughs> and they felt older, even older than they did before. Do you know what, Rob? Yes, mate. We've got another one here. Someone's had some Tabasco sauce priced in shillings as well. I didn't think people liked it spicy in the old days. Hang on, listen to this before we crack on, Josh. 6D, so sixpence, known as a tanner or half a shilling. Two shillings or one florin, colloquially known as two bob bit. Two (laughs) shillings and sixpence, usually said as two and six or half a crown. The value could also be spoken as half a crown, but the coin was always a half crown. What the fuck is that? What? Britain... It's such a... We are mad, pissed-up village bastards. <laughs> aren't we? It's mental. We just... We've all got wacky accents but live about half a mile away from each other. It's in, out with so small. It's just so mental. It's like Lord of the Rings, isn't it? <laughs> no wonder Americans think Harry Potter's real. Do you know the weirdest thing? You speak to an old person, Rob, occasionally. You talk to them about old money. They totally get it. Yeah, and they go, it was easier back then. What was yeah. it? Fuck you, mad bastard. Yeah. It's ins- Imagine being American and coming to the UK to get your shillings back. And like, you've given $100 and it's like, here's your two put pop up your ass, sticky poo. <laughs> Nine a crown, half a time. Off we go. Just to get on the tube. What's the tube? It's an underground train, mate. Get on board. We're mad fuckers here. <laughs> what do you drink? Pints. What's a fucking pint? About half a litre, but we won't change it. It's a fucking pint, mate. <laughs> oh, oh wow. dear. I'm tired now. Right, yeah. who we got, Josh? Uh, Charlie Baker. Oh, another accent. He's near you, isn't he? Cornwall. He is. He's from Newton Abbott, which is probably about eight miles from me. Is, is it? I thought he's quite a bit more Cornish than you. Is he Cornish? No, Devon. No, he's Devon. He's I'm Devon. Devon. But um, he puts it on a bit more. He's got a stronger accent. Yeah, but you, you're trying to fit in with the Metropolitan East London Media League. You've got to remember, I spent the first three years of my life in London, Rob. Mm, you did it. The first three? Oh, yeah, you did. Oh, no, well, co- actually, I spent some in London, some in Bristol, but yeah. Frutney Bits all over the place, wasn't it? Exactly. Frutney Bit, two Bob Arthur, Uncle. See Isn't you later. the Frutney Bit as well a euphemism? Yeah, I don't know if that's money or like a, some sort of misogynistic sex crime. Yeah. Anyway, no. here's Charlie Baker. <laughs> Charlie Baker, come on down. Hello. Hello. That was such a nice intro. Did you like come on down? Are you after the uh, pr- the Price what? is Right job? Is that what it is? It's gone. Alan Carr's, Alan yeah, Carr's not, got mate? it, Josh. You can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, as well, you invited Charlie. Like, you introduced him at the beginning of, like, an ITV quiz show, and now it's his turn to walk up. So come on down. But we should have a better intro. Charlie Baker, I'd say, comedian, mm. uh, singer, mm. you do jazz, mm. actor... Radio yeah. host, you've yeah. got it. You've got it all. Yeah, 
very average and lukewarm at all of those. <laughs> just... <laughs> but people like that. And they like that. And it's just people stay like warm. That. Someone early on in my career said, never be hot. Just stay warm. Just stay warm. And I... <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, because being hot implies you will cool down. You will and cool that could down, really, you know. Yes, that's a great... Good advice. That's a great philosophy. Yeah. It's a really good advice. I'd say you're. I'd say you've got funny bones, though, Charlie. You're a funny person. Thanks. Which Thanks. sometimes you don't have. Some people manage to get away without having that. But you're a very funny man, and you've got two children. Is that correct? I've got two children. Yes, with a nine-year gap in the middle. Oh. And oh, yes. how old are they now? My my son is fourteen, which is like it's like living. He can probably hear me, so I have to be. Because I'm not really allowed to talk to him or about him. Right. Or, right. Okay. So that this is going out as well, Charlie. So even if you do keep your voice down, there is yeah. an opportunity for him to hear yeah, it. Yeah, for the rest of all time. <laughs> um, <laughs> the internet's forever, isn't it? Yeah. And no, it's like living at the moment with the staff of a French restaurant in Paris, right? <laughs> Have you, oh. ever been, have you ever been to Paris? Everyone's yeah. so amazingly rude that you have to yeah. admi- you have to admire it. Don't you you yeah. have to absolutely go. That isn't some unbelievable rudeness there. But you also get like the maitre d at the front, who is inc- amazingly charming. Like, um, so some days he'll come down and it'll be like the maitre d will be here, like the most charming person you've met in your life. It's an absolute joy to have him in the house. Absolutely beautiful. And then he'll ask for like 20 quid or something and it'll be fine. But, you know, like, and then, and then sometimes it's like having that rude waiter who doesn't speak yeah. to you, just looks at you like you're an absolute idiot, just does not want to speak to you ever again. Don't embarrass me in front of my friends, you know, all those things. Oh, and then so some it's really t- peak, it's peak yeah. hating dad yeah. mode. And then you get the the like executive chef <laughs> full <laughs> Gordon Ramsay. You are a bastard. I hate you. Just absolute, oh, absolute. Wow. And then at the end of it, just a beautiful, sometimes a great big cuddle or, you know, I'm sorry, dad. And we have a big cuddle and I love you. And, you know, and then should we sit and watch the football, you know, and then it's all lovely again and have cheese on toast. All have cheese on toast, you know. But that's what it's like living with a teenager. <laughs> Can I just say that the highlight of your relationship with your son is you have cheese on toast sometimes. <laughs> 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 Do you have anything special on the cheese on toast? And, uh, I like, to, I just like your classic uh, cheese on toast, strong cheddar, six. Six, because they do it in numbers now. You're six strong cheddar. Six, oh, yeah, yeah. six yeah. strength. That is, they yeah, love yeah, a bit yeah. of strong cheese down south. Uh, though, don't they? With, a, with a little bit of Marmite on the bread. And, oh, uh, so you did say classic, uh, but then actually <laughs> you've absolutely ripped up the you, Yeasty wild card. <laughs> yeah. Mad uh, yeast inspired bastard. Bit of, hit, bit of Heinz on there, but a little bit of Heinz tomato sauce. Can, well, I, yeah. can I ask a question that is a dispute in my house? Do you toast the toast on both sides before putting the cheese on? I am lazy, right? We haven't got a microwave anymore. but I used You to don't do it in the microwave. Well, I'll tell you what I used to do. Oh, you animal. Bread in the toaster, get it out, put the cheese on, in the microwave for 20 seconds, bang. But it you've isn't, it isn't as t- good. You've lost, the, you've lost all the toast. <laughs> it isn't as good. It isn't it's as good. It's all wangy. But if you're like me and just like an emotional eater and just need to <laughs> shove... Something, <laughs> just shove something in your face to to, to stop the feelings. Then, well, yeah. So far, the entire chat that's supposed to be about kids has been yeah. off a restaurant analogy, and, in, and now we're on to cheese on toast. 
lost loads of weight. Are you still ripped or did you get you hammer yourself in lockdown? His son's been away, so he's been eating less cheese on toast. Yes. Well, I'm gluten-free and I've discovered that um Are you through, having cheese not through on choice? toast? Well, gluten-free bread, Rob. Um <laughs> and, but I've discovered Sorry that, for your loss. <laughs> corona, corona lager, corona lager, they don't advertise it, is gluten-free. Oh, and is so it? that's been a disastrous thing to Finally find out. Finally, some good Corona news. Am I right, guys? <laughs> ah, a bit of fun. I love a bit of fun. Oh, I can see why you're on that <laughs> weekly topical show. <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. But, but everyone warns you about teenagers, right? Everyone warns you. And you think, I can cope with that. I know moody people. I, you know, I've, I've been in the arts my whole life. I've seen, <laughs> you know, moody people. It's unbelievable because you can't first few times you can't believe the rudeness and you can't believe the speed mm. of it. It's like a sort of shark attack. Well, I've never been attacked by a shark, but I, ima- I imagine it's quite fast. Um, <laughs> yeah, I can't help but feel that you'd be having cheese on toast for the shark afterwards, Charlie. <laughs> exactly. Do you take it to heart? I take it to heart if it's at my wife or our five-year-old daughter. If it's at me, if it's at me, I can sort of. Just, just take it and go. Okay, that's all right. It's, yeah, that's all right. But if it's if it's rude, my one rule is don't be rude to mum. You know, just do not yeah. be rude to mum. And it's like if it's and then I will I will suddenly go. You know, and I'm a pretty. I would say I'm a fifty fifty parent. Fifty percent. You know. Do you know that you've only got you haven't, you haven't got full custody. Sorry to go to football <laughs> again. <laughs> Have you ever seen that quote that sometimes may be good, sometimes may be shit? <laughs> you ever seen that? that, that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who's that? I don't know. It's an Italian Gattuso. It's Gattuso. It's Gattuso. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a manager. They go, what? And they ask him, what do you think of his defence? And he goes, I don't know. Sometimes may be good, sometimes may be shit. And, I, and that is basically my parenting style. I will sometimes go, oh, that was awful. That was a really bad bit of parenting. And then my wife will yeah. give me like a little tip like of how to deal with something and I'll do that tip and I'll go, I am brilliant at this. I am absolutely brilliant at this. <laughs> well, have um, you got examples yeah. of when it's gone wrong and then when you've nailed it? Um, well, it, it's, it's always, she's really good at just saying, pick your battles. That is the key with a teenager. Pick your battles and just don't try and be their friend. It's just letting a lot of stuff go. You just have to let, a lot of stuff go take the frozen amendment and just let it go because it's like you're not going to win because the the argument is is not lucid it's not they no. they don't mean it it's pure emotion it's just pure emotion and hormones as well at that oh age. yeah yeah exactly and he's growing it's, it must he's be nearly he's him. nearly taller than me now but well, 5 5 <laughs> <laughs> Kids are bigger though, aren't they? They are bigger now, aren't they? <laughs> I think we're getting smaller. Are we? I am getting smaller. The weight so, of the am, world shrinks you. I am getting smaller, but but 
they are massive now. These kids walk up because we live on a high street. And yeah. so the kids walk home from school and they are, they are all six foot plus. It is unbelievable. Yeah. They are massive now. I think, a, a, you know, like a hard nut from school. Yeah. I think a hard nut year eight could beat me up. Yeah. Oh, def- oh definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Well, actually, definitely. Um, sometimes like uh, Stan plays in a, in, a, in a football team. He's a keeper, isn't he? Goalkeeper? He's a goalkeeper, yeah. But like one of the hard lads in his year plays in this team, right? And and I and I like I like him right I like him, but um sometimes like, you it, don't it, have to be scared of him. No 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 no. But this is the thing. No, I'm, 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 I'm just trying to I'm trying to temper what I say because yeah, I, like, I like him, but listen, not when he right. takes my cheese on time. <laughs> no, but no, but the thing is right. It is the thing. You know, he's like the hard lad in the year, right? Yeah. And if if he turns up in your house, it's a bit like yeah, hello, yeah, all right, um. <laughs> <laughs> sort of feel a bit like, oh god, oh no, because he's just genuinely hard, you know. Like, <laughs> it's like when you go to the pub and someone introduces you to their really hard mate, and you have to, you're a bit scared, even though yeah. they're being nice. You just <laughs> yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like embarrassed that you put marmite. He goes, "Have you put marmite on this cheese on toast? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You taking me with some sort of mug, Charlie? Yeah. I can legally buy beer um, <laughs> <laughs> if you want some. <laughs> ever smoked? Ever smoked? <laughs> Have you got to that point though, Charlie? So is is beer a, a thing? Is that is no? Yeah, he's fourteen. So, but look, is we're, he rebelling? We're pretty, we're pretty open because we're so. It's cider at seven, isn't it? You're not. <laughs> yeah, I thought it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's so. Um, we're we're pretty open. We have a you know no bad words, just bad intentions. We have that with swearing. Pretty. What's, that? Open. What's no bad words? What's that? No bad words, just bad intentions. So with swearing, it's like it is just words, isn't it? Yeah. It is just words. But if you call me a. <laughs> Yeah. Then that's a bad intention, isn't it? Yeah, that is but, you bad. Know, yeah. But the word itself is like, well, you know, maybe don't say so it. So he could would you allow him to use it in a in maybe a positive not, way? Maybe not. <laughs> what are you old <laughs> I mean, if 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 my mum comes around and he says that, I think it's gonna go badly. Yeah, that is bad, isn't it? Hard kid comes around, he's like, suck your mum. Like, okay, yeah, sit there if you want. No worries. No, no, no. <laughs> But do you think it's hard for him because he's got this cute, like, younger sister? That, yeah, you yeah know... it's really hard. It's really hard for him, Rob, yeah. It's, it's Was really... he jealous a bit, do you think? Not jealous, but is it, you know... He's always been good as gold, you know. He's always been... He's, he's, a, he's a really love. You've met him. He's a lovely boy. Yeah, he's, he's a really good Absolutely lovely, lovely lad. Always has been. He is really good with people. You know, he's like a natural host and he's funny and he makes up good jokes and he's, you know... And he's, he's, he's a really lovely, lovely lad. Um... Like, and when we, because we struggled to have our second child, we had we had a few problems having our second child. So much so, I'd given up having a second child, um, completely cut, become at peace with it, and written a show for Edinburgh called Just the One about how great it was having one child and how only children were the future and how we should all have only children. <laughs> and also the terrible thing of calling kids only children, like they're the only one. Oh, only you. Oh, bad luck. Yeah. You know, so I wrote a show about that. And of course, the moment I'd written that show and paid my Edinburgh money, we got pregnant with another child like, straight away. So, <laughs> but, but but you're a lazy comic, so you went through with the show anyway. <laughs> I, I did do it anyway. Yeah, I did do it anyway, and I just those audiences end, don't know, do they? <laughs> There'll be someone listening to this going, "Cheeky bastard!" I saw that he was. He did a big sad bit at the end. <laughs> what a wanker! <laughs> So, so was it? So with the, the second, one, did you try IVF and stuff like that, or was it just no, it no, wasn't no. happening, and then it did? So we had 
three miscarriages, um, uh, which That's and tough, one man. was one was at about twenty weeks, right? Oh man! Uh, and so and and at, at the scan as well, we we're at the scan. Oh, that's oh, brutal! That was, Sorry, Charlie. Just no, no, it's fine. There was just no heartbeat, um, and you go and you then realise no one ever talks about that. And that's actually why we should talk about yeah, it. Yeah, I think it's good this to is, if this you're comfortable. Because it's, one, it's something like one in two or one in three pregnancies end, ends in miscarriage. Um, and it is really hard, A, on you as a, as a couple, very, very tough on women, really, really pretty brutal, I think, mm. the, the, phys- the physicality of it. Um, and it's first time it happens you're like oh that's sad you know because with stan it was straight we got pregnant straight away it wasn't an even even an issue mm. and then and then we you know a couple of years later we went oh you know tried again and 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 it sort of happened pretty quickly and then and then um we had the miscarriage and you go oh that's sad that's really sad and i didn't expect to but you know as they say in football, we go again. You know, you, yeah. you 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 try and you try and move forward and make it a positive, and then after the second one, it's like, oh, that's really hard. Actually, that's that's hard again. And then we stop trying again for a bit. Because yeah, emotionally, must just, be so taxing. just too hard. Yeah. just too hard on you. You know, you know, and also then it starts to affect your relationships, relationship with your with your with our son. You know, and and you sort of think, well, he's enough. This is enough. You know, you know, we're not a, a happy family. This is enough. Did he know um, what's going on, Charlie? No, no, not at all. No, not at all. Um, and then the third one, we were, you know, you you get a bit of hope, you know, you get a bit of hope, and and uh, and that was the one we went. That's it. It was stop now because it was just too hard. And yeah, yeah. For, for that for that one, Sam had to go into hospital to have a DNC and all those things. And sorry, what's a, just what? a DNC is where they have to actually remove the the fetus. You know, and and also when you're in I hospital, probably things didn't need to ask for clarification. No, it's was, fine. No, it's yeah. fine, mate. No, no, look, this is good because people listen to this yeah, and exactly. they don't know how it. And 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 people who go through it, it is really really difficult. But there are a lot of people. We sat there waiting for that, and it was Christmas time, and you know you've got uh, it's Christmas on the on the radio. <laughs> you know, get out. And you and you you're surrounded by like oh. there was like a 16 year old girl like oh, sitting God. in the corner like sobbing waiting to to go in and have her scan and um uh, and like there was one woman came out of the scan with her husband fucking hell Darren another fucking boy right all this sort of oh. stuff and you're sitting there God. you're just surround you're just surrounded by life because it's what it is it's life and then we went in for the scan and there was nothing and it was really that was a hard one. That was a hard one to take. And then we went, right, we'll stop. I think we'll stop. And where we live in Oxford, there's a brilliant charity called the Silver Star Charity, um, which uh, helps women before, during and post uh, pregnancy. And they spoke to us and said, look, you now qualify for our help. If you want our help, you can speak to the specialists we thought, well, let's take it to the end because we're not getting it. I'm 44, you know. Sam was 40 when we had our daughter, so not not getting any younger. We thought, let's take it to the end. Let's just let's just see. They said there is no reason you can't have another child. You've just been pretty unlucky. So we went right. Well, have and then when we got pregnant again, that charity just gave us scans whenever we wanted them. So oh, whenever we nice. felt, 
so 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 oh, a, a, a really really amazing charity and then she turned Got annoyed up with and, you doing and, twice a day, weren't you, Charlie? That's yeah, right. I was in there, camp, camped yeah, out. Bringing camped in out. other women and charging them. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I can sort you a scam. Little, little backstreet service, you know. <laughs> uh, um, and then, the, of course, that pregnancy was... Were you ever, can I ask, were you ever comfortable in that pregnancy? Never, 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 ever. And so you're, con- you're in that, pre- you know, I know people who've, who've, who've lost children and lost and had... Um, stillbirth and I know people who've had uh, miscarriages and it has been in our life that conversation Mm. and a the first thing that happens is when it happens to you is you want to get pregnant you know people get pregnant and they want to get pregnant and so they want to they want to have a child that urge the animal instinct takes over but those pregnancies just feel so long that 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 Mm. that nine months just felt you are day in day out every hour you are just sort of ticking it off, ticking each day off. And you, we just went for walks and walks and walks and talked and talked and talked the whole thing. I mean, you know, me and my wife, we really get on. We, we, we absolutely love each other. And, and we really get on. It's such a great way of describing it. <laughs> well, you, no, no, but you know, but no, no, some, I mean, some people really don't, nice do they? Way, yeah. no, <laughs> some people absolutely <laughs> hate each other. <laughs> we really get on. Just <laughs> down until they're 18 and then we can go our separate ways. <laughs> But we didn't tell anybody until quite late on, like like past the second scan, you know, like a month past the second scan. And we, but we told and we told Stanley first. And we got him home from school, and of course we thought he was so big, you know, he's nine, he's massive, he can cope with this, you know. Yeah. But but he's nine isn't. <laughs> look at it now, and yeah. you go, oh my god, it's just a little boy, you know, he's just a tiny little boy. But we sat him down after school, and we've got some news, and he went, all right. And he looked. Is Mum okay? That was his first thing. Oh. Yeah. Um, and it, and then he a bit and of a kick in the jaff was for you, yeah, Charlie. No, 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 <laughs> uh, you know exactly. Fine, the thing. <laughs> fine. Look after your mum. Uh, and I, and we said we're going to have a baby. And he just he his eyes filled with tears. And he Aww. put his arm. He put his arms around Sam's neck. And he just and my and my neck. And he said, "I'm just so happy for the two of you." Oh, oh God. what I mean what a gro- what a grown up response what yeah. an empathetic response and I was I've never been proud of him and that is just what he's like and he's never been jealous of her he's never it, it's, of course it's difficult and, and also you want them to be siblings you know you want them to have that yeah but yeah that was his instant reaction and he was just so joyous when she was wow. born you know holding her because he was big enough to hold her and, yeah yeah that's that's, that, that's that's our story. So it's yeah. might be a bit much. Yeah. Oh wow. Well, fact, I think that's really good of you to, to share with people. So I think a lot of people that listen to this always so say, funny, aren't I? Like, so naturally <laughs> funny. <laughs> Darling, little tip: oh. if you're going to do that in Edinburgh, you're going to need to gag it up a little bit, just a little bit. <laughs> do a bit of Noddy Holder stuff around the It's Christmas yeah. bit. I like <laughs> the yeah. stuff. What's going on with his? What's going on with his bloody sideboards? <laughs> Needs a little callback to yeah. the toast or something, you know. <laughs> yeah, I don't think the description of the DNC is needed in the stage show. Um, but apart from that, great show all around. Really funny. Um, so how was you though? So how was it though as a parent when you've got like a grown up as he? I know he's yeah. nine, but not a baby, and then you're straight back to nappies again. Did you? Had it all changed? Was you? No, you re- you really regret it. Yeah. You really regret it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. I was worried we'd bring back the same team. I meant those blackout motorized shades. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Hall of Fame son? They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Well, there must have been slight guilt, though, like because you've wanted this second child for so long and been mm. through so much, that when it is hard and you're going, oh, for God's sake, you you sort of have to switch back in and be sort of like, you know, so happy that it's happened. It's a, a weird, it must be a weird feeling. You're out the woods. You know that, for, you know, you've got young kids and Josh is about to have another little yeah. one. Uh, and you're out of the woods and you go, oh, good. We don't, we don't have to, you know, when they're nine, it's like, oh, they get themselves up and... You know, you you can they can sort of put themselves to bed, and you can go on holiday and have a beer, and they can just mess about in the pub. You know, you are yeah. like you're free again. You know, and then to to get ourselves back in that locked in situation, I'm like, oh no! Uh, but right, she, but yeah. she, she, she <laughs> bad luck, John. <laughs> um, but... <laughs> well, I'm not out the woods though. That's, that's the no, only no, 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 that's the thing. I am. I yeah, am yeah, out of the woods. Yeah. You're out of the woods. Tie a knot in it, Rob. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Tie a knot in it. <laughs> Just, um, I, I might get it. might get it all um, snipped off, but I someone said your balls hurt forever, but I think that might be the uh, urban myth. Well, well, this this sounds like a bit of material. This isn't a bit of material. I went to the I went to the doctor. Tell you what, it didn't sound oh, like uh, a bit of material. The last 10 minutes this yeah. podcast, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> God, is it Charlie Baker on Live in the Apollo? <laughs> bit heavy. No, <laughs> we... Um, I went to I went to the doctor. I said I want to I want a vasectomy, and they went, oh, we don't we don't do it on the NHS anymore in in Oxfordshire. I was like, oh right. I said, what, do you have any idea how much it costs? And she went, well, ballpark figure. I went, oh, ballpark. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> nothing, not not a not a thing. <laughs> Not a thing from the doctor. I thought this is a this is a good bit. I've, got, <laughs> I've, I've, I've smashed this. Nothing. I got nothing from her. Six, anyway, seven hundred quid is the answer. Seven hundred so. quid. But you know what? It's a big saving. You got yeah, oh yes, exactly. It's <laughs> exactly. So did you go through with it, Charlie? No, no, I haven't. Had, I, I haven't had it done yet. No, because lockdown lockdown hit. Yes, oh, right. is the thing. Lockdown hit. I, but I am definitely going to do it because I do not. I do not want any more. No. Tell you what, the arrogance, Charlie. A, a while ago, you were like, "Oh, I really want a second kid." Now you're like, "Oh, I don't." I'm, <laughs> no, I'm so no. desperate not to have a kid. I am done. I am done. <laughs> Even if my when Sam eventually kicks me out and she's had enough of me, and and I am like never having any. I'm not going to be one of these 55 year old men who like as a you know 21 year old. Nah. It looks exhausting. <laughs> Oh, God. 
just such oh. a huge mistake. It's just such a huge imagine, mistake. Imagine, imagine, imagine if you were divorced and you got, you know, them, you know, them young girlfriends. Yeah. And they're oh. like, oh, you're in a pub having a drink. They're like, I'm just going to meet my mates over in, um, over in North London. You're like, oh, fuck off. Uh, you only just up, sat down. <laughs> Unbelievable. Get a cab over to a house oh. party. Fuck me. <laughs> Must be. <laughs> but also, when you see him in like little trendy jeans trying to keep up. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Super dry cap. It's not, I don't feel, I don't, I don't, I don't like envy them or I just feel, I, I feel sorry for them. Not because like, oh, that's sad. You've had a midlife crisis. It's just like, you just must be knackered, mate. You must be absolutely <laughs> exhausted. exhausted. Are you ever allowed to just sit in your pants and like, just watch Jeff Stelling? <laughs> Do you, so now, Charlie, at five and 14. Yeah. Do you feel like you're through the toughest period then? Yeah, nearly. Yeah, yeah. Well, so let me say, my it, it's been very different. Um, Stanley's very like me, full of energy, like nonstop. I, I, when I was growing up, I just could not stop moving, full of energy all the time. Do you and mean I'm when pretty, you were growing up? No, no, pretty similar now. You know, it's pretty nonstop. And it's just something inside me that cannot sort of stop and I have to tire it out I have to tire myself out uh and I I see that in Stanley as well Stanley's got that he's just constantly like needs something to do so needs attention needs this you know whatever um whereas um our daughter Betty she's very like Sam and Sam's very calm very thoughtful has real insight into things and 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 Betty's very like that and she can live in her head a bit more and she'll she'll come up with little stories and songs and stuff like that. Just very, very quite a peaceful presence, you know? Um, and uh, it's really difficult to have this conversation without going. And, and my, my, I absolutely adore my son, but my daughter really is <laughs> a dream come true. <laughs> <laughs> no, they both are. They both are. I think it's just at the age, the age you're at. I imagine if we spoke to you in 10 years time oh, and she's 15, it's a very different. Do you story. think that's a second child thing? Because I think yes. I think you know. Do you know what you know? I think I'm sure you know more. No, I I disagree. My second one is a lunatic. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what? That, but that's Rob. But Rob, that's because you're more relaxed because you've done it once. You've learned. You've learned how to do it. It's just, it's your, it's your difference between your first gig and your hundredth gig. You know, it's still yeah, you doing, doing jokes, but you're a lot more relaxed on your hundredth gig than you are on your first. I, that's why yeah, she's got eyes. She's got our eyes are mental. <laughs> well, you just you just look at she's she, she just, mirror. she What exactly? <laughs> she's basically me. Or her teeth, like <laughs> that's it. <laughs> But what's your what's your boy into though? Is he like at fourteen? Is is he picked a style? Oh, scooter, big scooter, yeah. But he's he's look, he's uh, it's really difficult to talk about it without. Is his hard mate round? Are you worried? No, no, no. He is. He is. I absolutely. Imagine Charlie gets wedged halfway the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Just hear him getting weighed in. No, I love his bones. I Look, love we know you bones. love your kid, but... Yeah, yeah I know, yeah. <laughs> but... No, no, no. He's really into scootering. He loves scootering and skate parks and that sort of stuff. All right. Um, and also, he's, he's started to choose his own style and stuff, and he looks Ooh. really cool. And now I'm like, oh, you look really good. <laughs> you look really good. He wears this all... At the moment, it's, they all wear... All the scooters and skaters wear Dickies clothes. You know, like the work yeah. wear? We had some work done in the house the other day, <laughs> and this carpenter turned up. 
in Dickie's trousers and a Dickie's jacket. And I'm like, oh, Stan, look, he dresses like you. Did that see? That's the sort of thing that winds up. Oh yeah, he would hate that. You see that? <laughs> oh yeah. yeah but I can, I can see you being an annoying dad though, because you've got that energy oh, and just jokes all the time. Sam says, I chuck bombs in. She's like, you, you, you fall to yourself. You go in there, you'll chuck a hand grenade in. You'll, you'll say something like, and you don't know you're doing it, but you'll do it. And then it's your own fault. And then I have to deal with it. And it's like, yeah, you're absolutely right. Do you show off Do you, do you, do you show off in front of his mates when they come over? No, 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 no. I can, no, 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 no. None of that. None of that. No, it's a bit of juggling, but that's not showing off, is it? It's, you know, look, a couple of swing look, tunes. I can juggle fire. People need to see it. Rob. <laughs> you probably can. Can you juggle? I can juggle. Of course, fire. he can juggle. <laughs> I had a very lonely childhood. Um, but no, a uh, five, <laughs> five-year-old daughter as well. Though you're seeing all the, you're seeing all films and stuff again. You get, I like, I like watching all the Disney stuff with them and mm. that sort of stuff as well. So you really see it when you see a good film. That's the other thing with Stan now. Showing him like you know all the old school films I like, like Indiana Jones and like uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, and all those sorts of things. How different is your child's childhood to your childhood in Devon? Um, not that different because we live pretty rurally. You know, we live in a little market town. It's it's not actually that different. I would suggest. What is he like on like the devices and stuff like that? And, oh and yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. But that's been but that's been brilliant. You know, that's been brilliant. <laughs> no, it has. But yeah. it has because it gives him. I don't know what I'd have done in a in, in a year long pandemic. Yeah, you know, just, just sat on my own. They can go and sit and talk to each other. You well, know? Online gaming, I think, is really online sociable. Gaming, yeah. And they're, you know, they're sort of safe in, especially for a lockdown. What is he playing yeah. Fortnite? Fortnite, yeah, which is brilliant, isn't it? Absolutely I haven't brilliant. played. I play Warzone. Oh, oh, don't play it, Rob, because you'll get addicted. Um, this is the trouble. I I have to sit there going, don't play. This is no good for you at all. Absolutely no good for you at all. What? Let's see. This is awful for you. Shoot. And then right, get my go now. Right, give me a go. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then and then Call of Duty. Of course, he plays as well, and he loves that. Yeah. And I've got that. I've now got that on my phone. <laughs> Oh, what, Call of I'm Duty? Like, yeah, because I'm like, this is brilliant. This is exactly the game I wanted as a child. He just like, I think he likes the social element of it. And I was going to say and- that because I got into it in lockdown and it's just the way, it's the same way as my wife will WhatsApp voice note her friends all night whilst something's yeah. on, on the background and telly. And I just yeah. sit there and I'd sometimes, I'm not even playing a game, just chatting to my mates. I quite like it when I get shot and I get to watch them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <he's>, uh, <laughs> take the pressure off. Like, That's the thing. Four hours. <laughs> it is, you know, no, and that and that for him is like, oh, that that has been a bit of a godsend, really, because it's like, oh, you're not on your own, you're not alone. I mean, it can be awful as well. Yeah. Some of the stuff. If I ever put his headphones on and hear what they're all saying to each other, I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Well, when you're like on days out, because I've got two kids that are quite close together and two girls, yeah. and they're quite into the same stuff. So if you're on holiday on a day out or going to like a theme park or something, obviously at that ages they can go, they can't go on the same rides. So they might be into different things. Do you find yourself just sort of pairing off? With a, each of a, them. A bit, but he's old enough actually to sort of go off on his own a bit. It yeah. is, that is the tricky thing. They are at different ages. So you end up you end up sort of trying not to f- just fall between two stools. You sort yeah. of have to go, right, this is for you, this bit, and yeah. this bit is, is for you, you know. Because uh, you don't want to take him on Dumbo ride, but then you can't take the five-year-old on Space Mountain. Well, he quite likes it. We all enjoyed Peppa Pig World. We <laughs> all enjoyed it. Did you? Well, you know. I, I want to go in. The, I'm supposed to be, I might be going in the summer, actually. That's, yeah. we're, I'm going down to a caravan Who's your favourite? Who's your favourite? I, I actually Pig? absolutely hate Peppa Pig, but I quite like oh. how it engages my kids. Yeah, yeah. Good. good we babies. like Bluey. They're a big fan of Bluey. Oh, that's brilliant. That yeah. Australian Although, one, that's great. Yeah, it is great. But the other day, Betty said, oh, Dad's not as fun as 
Bluey's dad. You're like, and I'm like, oh, this isn't good. Because oh, <laughs> wow. I, I said they only film they only film Bluey's dad. I said when he's not on his phone and stuff. You know, when he's being fun. You know, <laughs> that's that. You tweet. That's you one of tweet, the worst you know. defenses I've ever heard. <laughs> no, it's like because Blue, Bluey's dad is like he's got real. You know, when you were, are either of you an uncle. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And did you have a lot more energy when you were an uncle than when you were a parent? Oh, yeah. And yeah, as an <laughs> yeah. uncle, if you're an uncle yeah. without kids, you are like Superman. When you're yeah, an like, uncle with kids, I'm just like, I've got my own. You deal with yeah, them. I've got, yeah, exactly that. Your kids so are exactly lovely. That. They're lovely kids. I've got no yeah. time for them whatsoever because I'm sick of my own ones. Can I have 10 minutes off the kids now? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do you want a sleepover? Should we bring them over? No. Why double the number in my house? <laughs> So I think Bluey has got real uncle energy yeah. as a parent. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm not, I don't think, I think, I don't reckon he's like that all the time. They should do an episode where Bluey's really cross, just wants to sit on his phone on Twitter for a couple of hours. Maybe he's got a hangover from the night before. All those things, you <laughs> yeah. know. Normal dad stuff. Just normal dad You've stuff. Got, it's like Instagram bodies. you got to have a realistic body <laughs> exactly. on Instagram so that people don't feel like they're letting themselves down. We need realistic dad figures we on do. the telly so we don't look well, shit. Because they took Peppa Pig the other way. Daddy Pig and Peppa Pig is just like the just like constantly lazy and rubbish. You know, yeah. you, no, you need the happy medium in the middle, but no one would watch it. Would <laughs> they? No, it, yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, Mr. Bull. Mr. Bull is my favourite in Peppa Pig anyway. Have you done any like kids? Because you're, I could imagine you doing like kids TV or stuff like that, Charlie. You've got that kind of that energy about you. Have you done anything like that? I can't. I now you say I can't remember. Um, I don't think you've got the right energy for it though, because you are happy and smiley, but you're funny and quite cynical and a bit angry about (laughs) stuff. But but you do what I do, which is on paper with a happy-go-lucky one. But actually, we are ranting. Through a smile on stage. Yeah, I could imagine though, Charlie, I could imagine you hosting Down on the Farm. Oh, I'd do Down on the Farm. Oh, no, I'd love that. That's easy, isn't it? Me and Charlie are built for that. No, what that would be, Rob, is is, uh, like uh, town and country, wouldn't it? Yeah. Town and town and here, come on, come and look at the countryside, Rob. Yeah. All right, here we go. Let's go and have a little look. Oi, oi, hey, I got me new wellies on. Yeah. Oi, oh, 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 I've stepped in some cow poo. Oh, no. Oh, shit. Is that yeah. shit? Oh, it's got on my new Reebok Classic. Let's go back to the city. All right, then. What's going on here? Charlie, yeah. you don't need to do an impression of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Jeffro's lawyers are in time. <laughs> yeah, I've had the Denzel. I've had the Denzel officer. <laughs> well, that's that's quite a good idea for a um, kids' TV show. Yeah, isn't town it? And country, town lovely, and country, and uh, yeah, that'd be uh, good. Lovely stuff. Lovely there we stuff. Go. No, we've got that on record now. If they see that's it. it, now we've pitched that. Yeah, when Julia Donaldson that. nicks it, she loves yeah, it. She'll be... <laughs> oh yeah, that's the thing. I tell you, watch books of shit. The David Walliams books. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Them, are they? Oh I'm my god, them. they they are utterly shit. <laughs> they they spoil reading. They make people. They, they, honestly, he's one of them's good. Like yeah. one of which is there's like one good one, and like the rest are utter shit. There was a point when that was the only children's book that was like advertised or on sale or whatever. Yeah, and they're always like you know John and the jumping. Grandad plane or something, you know, and it's like, oh god, <laughs> and they are so badly written. 
they're offensive. <laughs> and it's You're just, really like, it's angry just, about them. Oh, oh, I can't bear. I can't bear the book. I think they. Then you read something good. You read like a good book, yeah. like because they're 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 like. They, to me, they're like Roald Dahl ripoffs, basically. Right. No, but you read like Bedknobs and Broomsticks or something, or like uh, The Borrowers, and they're amazing. Yeah. They make you cleverer. They're brilliant stories. And look, to, to, be, to be positive, The Boy in the Dress is good. There we are. I'll right, tell you we'll, that. we'll snip that bit out. Um, Charlie, <laughs> your son, Rob said earlier, is a goalkeeper with a football team. Yes, yes. What's it like? I think this might be the first person we've spoken to who must stand on the sidelines. Yeah, yeah, How yeah. How is that emotionally? Because particularly a goalkeeper, where really the role of the goalkeeper is often to shoulder the blame if things go yeah. wrong. Yeah, that happens a lot. Yeah, yeah. I just stand up. I stand up his end. So is, it, what, is he play at quite a good level? Or is it just a Sunday you know, league? He, he, plays, he plays in a Sunday morning league uh, in, in Oxfordshire. And his team, although they're only twelve boys from the same village, they're they're really good, and they've and they've they've played they've played together since they were seven. And a lot of these teams, as they get older, they just become like Frankenstein teams, like the best players from other teams will, yeah. will join a team. But his team have stayed together, so they are like a they're true like the class of ninety two. <laughs> yeah, they are. They are. No, that's what they're like. And and where they live and the area where they live, uh, they're they're good. They're really good. Um, but that that football. It's utterly, utterly ridiculous. I mean, it's brilliant. It's brilliant to watch it when they're playing well and everybody's happy and it's all going along nicely. But the amount you have to you have to stand behind a line, what because people you do get cross. I mean, for the first, oh, so this isn't a COVID thing. No, 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 no. It's oh, so you're behavior... put behind it. You've got a technical area as a parent. It's a parent's behaviour issue, right? Oh wow. And where do you come on the scale of problematic parents? Right. Well, this is the thing. I am right into it. You know, I'm right into it. I love, I love sport, and I'm an enthusiastic, loud person. And I would say, in the first ten games, I probably got a bit too into it a couple of times. Okay, out of ten, problematic parent scale. Oh, not not problematic. Just okay. Noisy, loud, never aggressive, but just noisy and loud. Would all the things you shout be positive towards the team? Are, I, I have always been positive. I was always been positive. What about the referee? Well, you sometimes <laughs> you, early on, no, when you start out, you go, oh god, no, because you take the terraces onto it. Yeah. So, so I'm talking a long time ago now, but as you go on, you go, you look utterly ridiculous, or you see someone else lose it. You know, or you see another dad lose it or whatever, yeah. and you go, you, oh, my God. So you you just you just stop it. It just stops because you just go, you look utterly ridiculous. But it it's, I don't know, there's something about it that just, it does get inside, it does yeah. get inside you. And, and it's it's really exciting when they're playing and it's your lads and it's your boy. It's really exciting, you know, when they win and when they score and they're in tournaments. And it's very unlike watching sport in any other way. So yeah. what it's like if, what it's like if you're Wayne Rooney's dad or yeah, whoever's Judy Murray. Dad. Must if you're Judy Murray, it must be. I mean, I've met Judy Murray, and she's a very calm woman and very, very Judy Murray, even Wayne in Rooney's her face. <laughs> <laughs> Is that why she looks so confused at Wimbledon? If you're at that level, it must be so difficult. But you must have watched hours and hours and hours yeah. of them playing sport, driven them. This is what you realise as well that the sacrifice that sports people's parents make is just unbelievable the one you don't want them to get in what you don't want your kids to get into is swimming 
<laughs> women. You don't, you don't want them to be good at swimming. I thought he said women. No, 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 swimming. <laughs> Womanizer, George Best. No, swimming's horrible. It's hot and sweaty. Yeah, and they're inside for hours, and then you watch them, and they're underwater for most of it. And it's like hours and hours of you have to get up really early to go and to go and practice and stuff. You know, it's too much. But also, I've got a friend whose daughter is a um, almost Olympic level pistol shooter. God, (laughs) and he says that. I said, I said, oh, that must be unbelievable. Must be brilliant. And he went, it's awful right because you're just in some leisure center somewhere and they're not you're not next to them they're like the other side of the le- of the hall just on their bit they shoot twice like doof, doof, and then that's it and it's just quiet it's no excitement it's i was like oh god oh god so there's loads of stuff it's loads Did you of- how she got into that yeah yeah she turned up uh with a like a, a cubs evening at this shooting range for like a Cubs night out. And she more, she got very close on her second go to breaking the club record. Brilliant at it. Like an absolute natural at it. <laughs> what a strange thing to be brilliant at. Yeah. Um, Charlie, we're going to have to wrap up. Um, we've got one last question. Thank you as well for being so honest earlier. I think a lot oh, of people right. will really appreciate that and it will it help a lot of people. So thanks for that. Are, are the parents of the girls that are into shooting? Yeah, like yeah exactly. We have Olympic <laughs> level shooting kids. Um, yeah. The question was, um, it's called Crosby's Law and it's uh, the thing that annoys you about your partner's parenting that you've never had the guts to tell her that mm. frustrates you slightly. And this is your you know, moment um, to, to mm. say, if you did listen back, you could maybe... Trouble is, the trouble is, Rob, and this is genuinely the answer, and Josh will back me up as well on this, is I, I genuinely can't find anything <laughs> ever wrong with my wife's parenting. Mm. She's a really, really brilliant... I know this isn't the answer you want. No, no, it's funny. If it is the answer, what would she say about you? Oh, just too over, overly emotional, uh, dropping bombs all the time, and then sort of expecting for it to be cleared up not holding myself together enough you know not parenting enough perhaps yeah you know being too fun know, trying, to, trying to not even that just trying to be like well, i want to do this <laughs> <laughs> basically stop being an attention-seeking comedian yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. but yeah. at the same time you know i'm full of love and i love my kids so of course yeah. you do you're a brilliant dad i've seen you with stan up in edinburgh and that and he absolutely adores you so i'm sure it's just a 14 year old being annoying at this stage but yeah, uh, yeah you're a br- give it four years charlie you'll be back in the good books exactly buy me a pint. you can buy me a pint in four years yeah four years he can buy me a pint imagine that oh, lovely stuff oh cheers charlie thanks so much mate thanks charlie yes lads 